also the pastors, the president, the pastorists, all presidents or pastors in the mega cities of Sao Paulo and uh, Rio de Janeiro, de Janeiro, and also all the other cities. A lot of pastors are coming. So we realize that the Lord has opened that door. But what I'm saying is that in the process, in the process, we are going to make sure that we put in the other nations. I know that the senior most clergy from... Uh, from um, uh, from Taiwan are about to arrive. Very, very senior, also looking for a date. The senior ones that do big meetings there from Taiwan, they are coming. And then uh, we are also thinking about Hong Kong to open that door. But you see now, once we can open the door from, and then this side, uh, um, I mean, the other side, and then Asia. So really, we will have uh, handled, uh, I mean, then we can do Australia, and do Europe. In, in that way, we are able to, to try to cover the whole earth, right? Yes, we are going to do that. So don't worry, we'll have a time to discuss each country. Um, I'm very glad that we suspended all the meetings. We are still making progress. Because of El Nino rains, that's why we suspended all the meetings. Because of El Nino, we, we envisage the situation where... One. And then number two, if we did such a thing, we don't know what the consequence can be. The, the Lord can even shut it for three and a half years. So we don't want to get involved in that, right? Because that will come with this time and on another generation, right? Or rather another uh, group of people. Another time uh, when we, when you people are not here. So um, this is a very beautiful time in the life of the church. I know that, uh, again, many nations are here. Don't panic. I will be able to meet you people. I just want to run through this program and finish the program, and then I will meet you as respective nations and discuss your respective plans for your countries. So it's not a thing to panic about at all. We cannot panic over this. Uh, we will meet. I'm just not aware about your flight tickets, how they are. I think I need to talk to the dean eventually. But I hope that you will not leave before I meet you. Why are they going on Friday? That is how the tickets were set up, right? Okay, so then we will have those. So, so yeah, you have summarized those who are traveling tomorrow, so I can even meet them today, right? Yeah, or tomorrow, right? Yeah, so you have those tomorrow. And then there's another group Saturday. Oh, okay, and then I need to move a little faster. Yeah, thank you. So which team is going tomorrow? Italy, tomorrow. Okay, and then we need to meet today. Yeah, so we can meet today. Uh, even tomorrow we can meet, right? Even tonight we can meet. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We honor you very much for coming, the senior most from Italy. We honor you very, very much. The president of the Pentecostal Bible College, thank you so much. Thank you indeed. I appreciate you for coming together with the president. We will meet tomorrow, and then uh, we'll be able to discuss everything. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Now, uh, the rest of the countries also, I thank you for coming. We'll meet you as you are traveling. As you travel, we'll meet you. Don't worry. We are, the Lord has spoken with me about the coming of the Messiah. So it's very important that you listen to every instruction that I give you. Very, very important. Is Kericho inside here today? Are you here? Where are you? Lift up your hands. Oh, okay, very good. So you see what is going on on this side? On this side, there's a big movement. We are preparing the church for the coming of the Messiah, right? Yes, so we are going to have to meet, okay? 
Yes, so I'm glad you fitted. You found seats where you can sit, Kericho? Can you lift up your hands, Kericho, again? Thank you. So you're sitting in different places, right? Okay, so we're going to meet and talk about... Okay, so you have come, my daughter, to your seat. Just go ahead and knock somebody out. <laughs> the way you came, you can take this chair and sit there. The way you came straight to your bona fide. <laughs> come in the center now, in the center, yes. In the center is good. I like the way you came, which is good. You know, once you know you're right, you know, once you enter the gates of that golden city, simply walk in. Don't, 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 don't start asking security, am I allowed, should I? Huh? Uh, uh, don't, don't do that at the gate of that city. Just walk in as the bona fide citizen of the new Jerusalem. Walk inside with, no, I'm saying confidence. Just walk with confidence. Don't start saying, is someone going to search me? What? Don't do that there. Don't talk about being searched or security or anything, right? Uh, yeah. So, okay, now, um, and it's a very big challenge because yesterday I was talking to my daughter here about a Muslim country where she is, Qatar, and those are the, the doors, they leave open. The car, when you come, you leave your key there. And the door is open. Even at home, you leave the door open. You go for months. You come. You just enter. Your... It's a big challenge to the church. Yes, because the Christians are in a very bad place. It's a very big. Ch- Even profit, when they lend you, they don't overtake profit, right? So really, we need to move. Let me just pray so we get started because of time. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you because you have brought very senior clergy here uh, from many nations. And I ask you, my Father, to energize them, empower them, and weaponize them, and equip them that they may go and change their own countries. I ask you, my Father, to help them and let them realize who is speaking before them, that they may be able to bring gravity, to weigh gravity on these conversations and see the burden and urgency. I bless you, my Father, that these people, these few that are here, you've drawn their hearts to this moment and this burden and this hour and this duty. You have given them a military duty to take away the church from the enemy and give back to Jesus. And as we are beginning the last sessions here, I ask you to bless each and every one of them. Good health, protection, revival. They have a burden for their countries. Open doors for them. Facilitate them and fulfill that which you placed in their hearts for their countries. I have blessed these sessions in the mighty name of Jesus, so it shall be amen. Thank you so much. So I recognize, I want to recognize uh, the senior leaders from, uh, I don't want to mention the country because of persecution, who have come. Uh, I want to recognize you, my son. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not going to mention your country because of persecution. Thank you so much for the team. We are going to meet. I understand everything. You've been jailed for this severally. But thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you indeed. Thank you. Thank you very much, my son. Thank you. Thank you. I recognize your presence here because of what you've been through. I do. In the mighty name of Jesus. And then, uh, and that's why Kenya, you see, you take it serious. You see, Kenya, that's why this is not even your time. I don't even have time for Kenya. These are senior people from the other nations. They are the ones who deserve my attention now. You see, from here, you have Texas, Houston, Texas, 
and the whole of Texas. You have, uh, you have Brussels and France. You have Namibia. You have Nigeria. Very senior. Her Excellency herself is here. You have uh, uh, Australia. You have South Korea. We have Qatar here. We have Uganda. We have Italy. We have USA. We have Nigeria. G Germany. Germany. We have uh, Sweden. We have uh, Tanzania. The Sudan and uh, South Sudan, right? And then we, so, so Kenya, I don't have time for you. Really, I do not have time for Kenya, even to discuss your matters. Do I really have that time? No, 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 not at all. Because you can see that this is a privilege that you can even have the revival you have, and so you carry it well, okay? Are we together, Kenya? Yes, yeah, so I want you to allow me to pay attention to these people, okay? Yeah, the special people. So can you be seated in the mighty presence of the Lord? Very powerful. From Germany, yes. From Germany, right? Thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much. So now, we added air conditioning yesterday. Is someone feeling a change? In, in, in uh, Portuguese, they say, Makwengo, where is Makwengo sitting? You come a little later. Why? He had a severe headache. Okay, he will be well. Okay, so in Portuguese they say mudança, the clima, right? Mudança. Is someone detecting mudança, the clima? Climate change? <laughs> Hallelujah. Is it a, we had to put these new aces for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you. So we are going to make this an annual event. If I mean maybe twice a month. Uh, rather twice a year. Twice a year, right? And so, uh, today is a very busy day. We'll see how much we can cover for today. And uh, we have made some progress ever since you came. We developed a program for you, um, a very serious program. I know Brazil is tuned in, and they are saying, how come you didn't say those things here? <laughs> how come you're saying different things there? That's all right. I'll come back there, right? And then we'll say them exactly as they are. We'll not change them, right? And so the persons reading the Bible should just be standby because tonight we're trying to, ring, to run through. Just stand by in case I will need you. You just jump in. So now, we, we see very clearly from our conversation that we have had since you came. Oh, I know we are celebrating here, right? We are, hallelujah! We are celebrating my daughter here. The urine incontinence has been healed. And yesterday, yesterday I turned, I turned to, if you pull your chair, uh, Chaka, if somebody will, pole, pole, don't, akuna kufunga migunda. Oh, 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 my own daughter, oh! <laughs> this is serious. Yesterday, for me, I am glad. I am glad in, that in my high speed of running to announce the coming of the Messiah, that in the process you are learning to know how the prophets of the Lord look like and how they operate. I'm glad. I'm glad in the process you are learning, right? You are learning to know how the prophets of the Lord look like and how they minister, how they operate in a modern era. Because yesterday in the midst of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere, as I was ministering here, and then I, hallelujah! <laughs> In the middle of nowhere, 
uh, as I was rushing with this briefing here, you know, this is a very important briefing I have to do to the whole earth as we are tuned in. As I was running with this briefing on the coming of the Messiah, and then I turned to my daughters from China, and I, I spoke to her. I said, I'm talking about you, my daughter. Then another one stood, another one. And I said, no, not you, not you. They said, no, you? No. The third one was talking to that one. I said, no, not that one. And then when she got up, then I told her, it is going to be well, my daughter. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Obrigado! Jesus Christus! 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 Asante! Buona Jesu! Asante! Buona Jesu! Asante! Buona Jesu! Asante, Dona Jesu, buongiorno to Kenya, buongiorno. <laughs> I tell you, this is awesome, very awesome. No, this is powerful, very, very powerful. Yes, yes, this is it. We are learning to see how the prophets of the Bible operate in a postmodern era. Where some of the people sitting here are wives to attorney generals. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve you at all. <laughs> and first ladies, excellencies here. How, I don't deserve you. You don't need to come. And from top countries, how can you come to me? The wives of senior captains in Qatar Airways and all this kind of stuff. I don't really deserve these people. I don't. Presidents of serious Bible colleges. In, in Europe, you know, we try to bring them here to teach us our people theology because it's a requirement. We could not meet the requirements of Italy. <laughs> it was too tight. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is serious. This is how the prophets of God operate. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you. Hey, hey, thank you. Hey, 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 mighty. Hey, 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 glory. Jesus. Power. Hey, glory. Mighty. Jesus. Spasiba. Asante. Buongiorno. Hoy, 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 thank you so much, look at that, <laughs> obrigado, Jesus, obrigado, Cristo, obrigado, asante, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, spasiva, spasiva, Oi, oi, this is serious. <laughs> and you know, I was in a hurry. <laughs> I was in a hurry as usual, organizing my notes, looking at my situation, how terrible it is, if I'll be able to achieve tonight. <laughs> looking at my terrible situation and saying, no, the one reading the Bible, just be on standby now. <laughs> the, the Lord has done a wonder here, a mighty wonder. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! 
Sheni Bukashe. <laughs> this is serious. Oh, yes, my daughter. Look at that. The picture of the year. Nobody ever embraces me except the healed, right? <laughs> because the glory of the Lord is here. Thank you so much. Very Sheni. Oh, oh. She's saying what? She's saying things, right? You know, you cannot stop her, right? Because 30 years of humiliation, tying many towels and changing them many times a day, humiliation, agony, 30 years. Jesus is mighty. Hallelujah. Jesus is mighty, mighty. Jesus is mighty, mighty, mighty. Mighty is the Lord. Mighty. He heals. He can heal. He has power and he will heal. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is very powerful. The mother, I know that. Very powerful. This is very, very powerful. Now you know the prophets of Yahweh. You know how the prophets of the Bible operate. When they are in a, in a conference and in that meeting, someone was healed. <laughs> I tell you, I see my daughter from South Carolina, all North Carolina, always trying to short sighting, short sighting me. Don't worry, I see you. Fabiola, I see you. You don't have to seek for my eyes, look for my face, struggle with what? Not at all, not at all, please. I see everybody here. Hallelujah. Very serious. This is how now the latter anointing, when the Lord said there would be a latter glory, the theological colleges and professors of theology did not know how to characterize and catalog the latter glory. Because the Bible only goes, if you look at the motifs, the motifs of the Bible, it only goes up to a place. Then there are things that the Lord has not yet revealed. For example, how would the latter glory roll out? That was not given. He only said it would be greater. The latter rain would be much greater. But now to see the manner of rollout is amazing. <laughs> it's very shocking. Get a microphone. Give me a microphone. She's talking here. The, 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 yeah. This is very powerful. The, the epilepsy or what? Yes, the Lord healed epilepsy also. She had epilepsy. That was the first healing. But these are big things we are talking about here. <laughs> glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. Thank you, my daughter. Thank you very much. I'm going to be hugged and I like it. It is true. For what you have gone through, it is true. It is your right to hug me. <laughs> there are no restrictions here now. Hallelujah. You remember, nobody else can do that, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Very powerful moment. A moment of glory. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Moment of glory. She's expressing her love. Very powerful time. What I'm saying here is that uh, the Bible went silent on some things. 
Yeah, the Bible did not mention many things. For example, the river Havila, the river that was flowing in a good land, the land had gold, you know, disappeared. And nobody knows how it disappeared or where it went to. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then the Ark of the Covenant, I met it up there, right? Yeah, I met the Ark of the Covenant up there. Yes, the Ark of the Covenant, the Box of the Covenant, right? Oh, it's called Yugui, right? Very powerful. I met it up there, but it disappeared from down here, right? And so there are things that have gone silent in the Bible. And I always believe that in those areas where the Bible is silent, that is where now the revelation is. If you now begin to seek the Lord, to ask him to reveal for you, that is where the treasure is, right? Isn't it true? Yes, like when Enoch just disappears. Like why? Why does, why does Isaac disappear from the moment he's about to be slaughtered and only appears later when he's getting married somewhere else, right? So, so those are sometimes the treasures of the, the, the Lord, the Bible. This is very powerful. The rollout of the final glory. And this is how the Lord is announcing the coming of the Messiah with power. With power. Very serious power. With serious power. And this is powerful because the spontaneity and also the concealed nature and the, the, and the wonder, the wonder, uh, the, the, the wonder with which the Lord is operating, that is now what defines God, the mystery. That's why all the prophets of the Bible operate in mystery, must, must, must operate in mystery. Hallelujah. So this is very powerful hour in the church. <laughs> very mighty moment. When you see this, I was rushing on my situation here. <laughs> I was rushing with, rushing with my situation here. And it's too much today. Trying to catch up. To finish with glorification. Because the Lord by voice said, you must help. He's saying Isaiah 35. I'm reading verse 5. Eu vou ler o versículo 5. And verse 6. E It says, Then the eyes of the blind will be opened. She can just translate what I'm saying. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened. And the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory a Dios. Glory a Dios. And he says, Then the lamb will leap like a deer. Shout for joy. For water will break forth in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And streams in the desert. 
And he says, I know there is a noise for feedback somewhere there. In Matthew chapter 11. E então ele diz em Mateus capítulo 11. He's saying the following. Ele está dizendo o seguinte. I'm reading verse 5, Matthew chapter 11. Eu vou ler o versículo 5 de Mateus capítulo 11. Mateus 11, versículo 5, por favor. Focando aqui, focando aqui, Ma por favor. Mateus 11, versículo 5. Foquem no profeta do Senhor, por favor. Capítulo 11, versículo 5, por favor. Em nome de Jesus Cristo, nosso Salvador. Capítulo 11, versículo 5, em nome de Jesus have to worry. You don't have to worry because if you read even the scripture that rolls out the cascade of the rapture, say caught up, caught up, that is sufficient for you, right? And so, in his strategic structure, he has laid out, in his wisdom, he has laid out a strategic structure and that structure, the most important key is when now you, you look at the book of Daniel chapter 9 verses 24 to 27. That is where the strategic structure of the Lord is, where he positioned the rapture of the church, right? So once you look at that, that is the most important timeline that if you want, if you're interested in this kind of prophecy, in this kind of move of God, in end time, like I know you are, that is where you go. You can never get it wrong when you're there. You just go there and look at what God has laid out there. You'll see a tremendous uh, prophetic timeline of the Lord. Lift it up so you don't knock people. The legs, the legs must be lifted up. Thank you. The whole thing, pole pole. Pole pole means mpola mpola. <laughs> In Chiganda. 
and it means faso uh, faso in Spanish, slowly by slowly. Hallelujah. That is it. You guys have done a tremendous job. You're such an army. Hallelujah. Put it here. Thank you so much. Okay, so I, I can draw it again and again, but this is just uh, okay, so I can see that. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so yes. Okay, yeah, very good. So, okay, so I see I already rubbed out the other one. This is verse 29, but 27 of Daniel 9. And so we will be able, sorry about that. What I'm just saying is that if you want to understand the events the Lord is talking about here, then we would draw even a bigger one. But in the Bible, the Lord has laid out a paradigm, a strategic structure of the timeline. If you will, you can also say the culmination towards the end of human history or whatever you want to put it. But uh, it is in Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. Kericho, this is what we have been doing here, Kericho. Hallelujah. It is serious. Here, you know, we came from Brazil with interest. We are on this, right? The nations are gathered. They are assembled. So now, um, what I'm saying is that in Daniel chapter 9, verses 24, let's just read it if you want. Let's read the Bible. We have the Bible. I know it's not part of what I set out for you, but as a preamble, it's a very powerful way to look at uh, the introduction, right? Are we agreeing together? Thank you so much. So Daniel chapter 9, the climate change is good, and so heaven is the limit now, right? <laughs> we must get to heaven, right? Daniel chapter 9, I'm reading verses 24 on, if you don't mind. It says the following, verse 24. 77s are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. So when you look at verse 24, verse 24 essentially gives you the entire spectrum of what that prophecy is supposed to achieve. Verse 24. Verse 24 is the spectrum, the whole spectrum of what that prophecy must achieve. Are we together now? That's what he's setting out there. He's saying mighty things, including extinguishing sin, bringing in everlasting righteousness. That's very powerful. And then when you go to verse 25, he says the following. He said, he even mentioned, verse 24, he even mentions the anointing of the most holy place. You need to be very careful with that. You should ask yourself, that's why I said this is where you need to go if you really want to dig deeper and to understand how the Lord is moving right now on the earth and what his plans are. Verse 24, he concludes even by saying anointing of the most holy place. Which you look at atoning for sins, the cross is there. He gives the whole battery of spectrum what must be achieved when this prophecy is fulfilled, right? And including the anointing of the most holy place. So you need to be asking yourself, is that the millennial temple? Yeah, which one is that? Is that after cleaning up the tribulation temple and now he has built the millennial temple? 
is that the one that now Nathan the prophet talked to David about say no your greater son is the one that will build it so you need to, to not read it as a story just seek the Lord so you can get deeper right are we together I'm simply encouraging you not to read the Bible as a storybook no not at all you need God's help right and so he says many big things there. Verse 25. Verse 25, if I get there, I'll read it. He says, no, and uh, f- first of all, th- this is powerful when, in verse 24. In verse 24, you see that God has a plan. Uh, I think let's begin from there. That even as sin came and sin threatened to maroon the plans of God, but God has a plan, Right? So that should really reassure everybody that, wow, thank God, the Lord, our God is not stranded. He had a plan, right? A plan of redemption. And then, number 25, he says, Know and understand this. From the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. So remember, be very careful with that. Because there was word that went out to go build the house of the Lord. And this is word going out to build a city. This one here. So don't confuse the two. So this one, if you go to, I think, Nehemiah chapter 2, you can find the exact date. If you go to Nehemiah chapter 2, if I understand right, it should be chapter 2. You can literally work out. You can calculate accurately. So word goes out to construct the temple. That is something else. He's talking about word going out to build the city. Hallelujah. Word going out to build the city. Be very careful. And it's also amazing. Sin. Sin is terrible. That's what you read there, right? Sin and rebellion is really terrible. That the people of God, visited by the cloud of God, people that are walking with God, God has come out publicly to identify with his people. In the cloud, they are fed on manna from heaven. Directamente, direct feeding. Hallelujah. And then now, when it comes now to determining, look at this. Let everybody focus on me. This is very serious now. He's saying that God judges sin. Senor juzga pecado. Senor juzga pecado in Portuguese. God judges sin. That is what you see here. Because he's saying that when they sinned, then God judged them. And the level of judgment is equivalent to the amount of grace you've been shown. That is the first thing from prima facie, if you know that kind of language. From face value, that's the first thing you pick from there. That the level of judgment that is meted out on you that the Lord releases on you is actually equivalent to the amount of grace you are subjected to. In hell, people will be judged differently. The fire levels will be different. Isn't that very shocking, right? That is very shocking. That it will depend on the amount of grace you've been subjected to. Those to whom much grace was given and they saw the cloud of God himself come. They saw creepers walking. They saw the rain of Mount Carmel. 
they saw in a conference like this urine incontinence of 30 years defeating the top doctors of China healed. Those that would be subjected to this kind of grace, if they backslide or become rebellious and sin against the Lord, their fire will be higher. That's why the Bible says, don't envy the teachers of the law, the pastors, because their judgment will be harsher. So the first thing you see in this strategic structure, the prophetic timeline of God, is that God judges sin. Follow me on this now, including Kericho, who have just come. I don't want to mention Kericho, I just want to focus on Kenya, right? On Nini, on, uh, on abroad, not Kenya. Because this is not your time. But look at this now. He's saying that they walked with God. They ate manna from heaven. They heard the voice. They saw Yahweh. Like a generation I know that has seen the cloud, right? Now, but when they sinned, so Daniel has read the manuscripts of Jeremiah. And he's aware that after 70 years, now they, they are supposed to be released to go back and build the mountain, right? He's aware of that, Daniel. But when the time is coming to an end and Daniel goes back to the Lord, he goes to ask, please, please, when will you release your people? Shall you judge them forever? The answer the Lord gives, he gave, gives uh, using Gabriel. Remember the Lord has sent Gabriel to me quite a few times. The angel Gabriel. I always consider him like an archangel. Yes, I've not seen it written somewhere, but he is. Because the many times I've interacted with him when the Lord has sent him to me. Hallelujah. Like when the Lord showed me the tribulation temple and the beasts enter one after the other following each other, entering there. And then I asked the Lord for the translation. They said, it's Gabriel that came and stood there. And he's glorious. The glory flows. Flows up to a place. And then once he gave eye contact, then he said, coming to destroy the house. So I understood that that is what Jesus himself referred to from this timeline. Jesus himself, when it came to him now to talk about the culmination of his return and the end of the age, Jesus quoted the abomination that causes desolation. That is what he marked. Jesus himself. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is this. Because Daniel thought that the time is over, judgment is over. So when he goes to the Lord to kneel down, to ask, are you going to release these people? Then the Lord says, you simply don't understand the gravity of sin. You don't understand. You think it should end now? You don't understand what sin is before the Lord. The answer that Daniel got is like the Lord rebuking him, telling him, for you to think that judgment is going to come to an end now, you simply don't understand the gravity of sin before me. Because the 70 years prescribed by Jeremiah were coming to an end. And so you thought they should be released. The Lord said, you simply don't understand. You don't understand the gravity of sin. And so from this you can also see how terrible sin is, how corrosive, how toxic sin is. So what you watch on your news now happening to Israel 
is because of sin and rebellion. This is very serious and the church has to learn this and stay away from sin. This presents very well what sin looks like before the Lord. So the Lord said, no. You think I'm going to release them? No. Judgment has not ended. So the Lord multiplies it. That's why he comes up with 70 weeks. And right now, there is the last week still for judgment waiting. Look at this now. In the Holocaust, one out of three, one out of the three Jews was killed. One out of three. In the last week, especially in the last half of the last week, or in the 70th week, Semana Sesenta, Sesenta, the 70th, the last half of it, two out of three will be killed. Read the book of Zechariah 13. You don't have to read it here. Will be killed. Just focus on me now. So, the Lord laying out the gravity of sin. Recently, the Lord gave me, he sent me to Israel recently. Because he knew that when I was going to Brazil, I was going to meet them and interact with them and they were going to come to my meetings and so forth. So in the dream, the Lord gave me a rose flower, rose, red rose. But the, the stem is about one and a half meters. And it's a red rose which is open. It's open. But underneath there are green leaves, underneath the rose, and the rest is a naked uh, stem, but with thorns. So I could understand that, hey, it still has thorns. And so, and he told me, give it to them. It's like the Lord saying that when they sinned, then they became his beloved enemies. Okay, let me repeat this. Beloved enemies. Beloved enemies. He loves them, but he has to judge. Sin is serious before the Lord. And so, in that trip, there's a lot of detail I may not share here. I gave them the, road, the, the, the rose. It was a situation when I entered that room, there were the patriots there. You see, all that. And then the next room was now the current and so forth. But uh, what I'm saying is this. In this strategic structure the Lord laid out in scripture, Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 to 27, where he has positioned the rapture of the church in a very strategic way. Which we are going to see now. The first thing, again, I said prima facie, face value. When you look at this narrative, the prophecy of God, the first thing you see is that sin is not a joke before the Lord. God will judge sin. And very severely. Because when Daniel said, thought it's over, then the Lord said, no, it's not yet over. You don't understand what they did to me. That's why all the time I have read the scripture, Hosea chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. Where the Lord says, I will leave now. I will go back to my place. 
to my tabernacle, the pavilion of my glory. I'll leave. That was the moment of Ichabod when he was now leaving. And he would leave and go. And he said, I will not come back to them until they feel their guilt. Until they become guilty of what they did to me. The offenses, the rebellion, the crimes they have done against me. And you see, that is what's happening on your knees right now. You can see the rollout begins. That's why I give the prophecy and you see it beginning in Israel. That is serious. Because he's saying he's going to push them to the corner until they see. If you read that scripture, say until their misery. Misery caused them to look for me temprano, very early. Their misery will cause them to look for me. Don't joke with sin. Now we're together. Sin is deadly. And so, that's why the first thing you see is that God judges sin, right? But let's go to verse 25. So, verse 24 is the entire spectrum of what must be achieved in that prophecy. At the end, this must be achieved. That's why I said, when you see him say that anointing the most holy place, you must understand that that really goes very far. That's not the end, anointing the most holy place. Some other scriptures, I mean, the translations would say, anointing the most holy. So they thought, he's talking about now when the Messiah himself. Not at all. Messiah is already anointed. He is God. So, which temple then? It, is it a millennial temple? Or is saying, after the entire judgment? Thank you.